everyone, I'm Brett Fish, and this is a bonus Meet the Codcaster episode out of the fishbowl. Before I introduce myself, I want to do a quick shout out to Stephanie Fuccio, who is from Podcast Matchmakers, and you can find Steph at Pod Rev Day. And Steph did a first impression podcast audit of Out of the Fishbowl, in which basically she listened to an episode and then sent me back a whole lot of feedback in terms of pros and cons. And what was great about it was there were a lot more things to be positive about than negative. But one of the cons that she pointed out was that I somehow managed to do a whole season of a podcast without once even barely introducing myself and so we thought it would be good to send out a bonus episode in which I just tell you a little bit about myself who is Brett Fish who is this podcast for what's it about and what can you expect and hope for in season two that is going to be coming up shortly so that's what we're going to do so shout out to Steph and check out podcast matchmakers and see if you can get a first impression podcast audit if you are somebody that has a podcast. So, so who am I? I am a 47-year-old. I like to think of myself as a 20-year-old living in the body of a 47-year-old. I'm living in a place called Deep River in Cape Town, which is one of the most beautiful and one of the most messed up places in the world. Beautiful, life-giving, world-enlarging diversity, and often at the same time, small-minded, soul-crushing racism. It's a place where wealth and poverty can live across the road from each other, sometimes even next door to each other. And so in this conflicting chaos, I simply see myself as a guy who is passionate about people, passionate about a world that works well for everybody who lives in it, and just someone who's trying to make a difference in the lives of people around me. And so to some extent, I think that answers the question, why out of the fishbowl? And who is it for? I feel like, I know this is dangerous because I know you're supposed to have a specific demographic and audience, but Out of the Fishbowl is really for everyone. The hope is that we are going to be looking at a theme that is linked to a life lesson that really just helps us to kind of do and be better in the world and better with the people around us. And so season one has recently concluded about a month ago. It consists of seven episodes starting with the controversial pineapple on pizza debate. And that episode was really well received. And you can find all of those episodes on Apple or Spotify or pretty much everywhere that podcasts love to hang out and exchange stories with each other. And who am I? I'm a guy who likes to tell stories. And so I have a blog. I am quite active on the Twitterer, you can find me there at BrettfishA and on Instagram. I Facebook a little bit and I'm very much about telling stories. I work with an organization called Heartlines, which is a values-based story sharing organization. And so we basically gather small groups of people and this worked a lot easier and more simply before kind of pandemic times, but we've moved some of that to Zoom and, and as the world is Hopefully getting towards normality again, we're finding ways of having live spaces, but getting small groups together and creating safe spaces where people can just share their stories and hopefully see each other and connect with each other. And I've also been involved in improv comedy for over 20 years with a group called Impro Guys, which is spelled G-U-I-S-E, Impro Guys. 
And we are Cape Town's longest running live show group. And we do theater sports and other improv shows and really just create an experience where we make up an entire show, usually based on the suggestions of the audience. So we don't have a plan or a script or an idea of where we're going. We just get up and make stuff up. And that for me has been something that I really enjoy. I'm not someone who's really great with rehearsals or going over the stuff again and again. And so combining storytelling with improv for me has been very life-giving. And I find that I do that in a number of spaces. So that's my work, but also in some volunteering I do, I facilitate storytelling and creating safe spaces, both for people to tell their stories, but also to listen to the stories of others. And so in terms of what Out of the Fishbowl is about, there's an essence to that where each episode starts with a quote and typically a story or stories from my life that relate to some theme. And then the rest of the show is just exploring that theme. But from the point of view of story, and and hopefully um, the idea is that this will touch a story that you, the listener, are involved in in some way. So in season one, we looked at stepping on Lego. We looked at near drowning experiences. We looked at fighting with people on social media, things that you might find yourselves involved in. And so as I tell some of my stories and some of my reflections on those things, the hope is that you are going to engage with those, that it's going to teach you something, it's going to inspire you or maybe just encourage you or just let you find some kind of overlap or some kind of connection to the stories that I'm telling and the ideas that I'm speaking about. And the hope is that after after we have these engagements, all of us can kind of be and and do life a little bit better. And then one of the biggest parts of, of who I am is that I love Jesus. And I know that that's a trigger word for a lot of people, or maybe the idea of being a Christian is a trigger word for a lot of people. But at the same time, as, as much as I love Jesus, I'm strongly opposed to so much of Christianity that has gotten Jesus and his teachings so horribly wrong. And I'm sure that's something everybody can relate to. Spaces where the church has just kind of messed it up completely and moved away from who this Jesus person is. And so I have a tattoo on my arm of a fish, which is my nickname, not my last name. And the fish is an acronym which stands for Faithful in Serving Him. And just serves as a daily reminder to me, not of a place that I've arrived, but as a, as a mark of something that I'm hoping to do, something that I aspire to, to be more like Jesus, who in his words and in his actions and in his attitude, just for me feels like the most exemplary hero person worth following and worth taking seriously. And so when it comes to the, the love God, love people side of Jesus, especially when people refers to your neighbors and even going as far as referring to your enemies, I, I love that stuff. When it comes to the looking out for the marginalized and those pushed to the sides or excluded from society or ignored, I love that kind of stuff. And so those are the two things. When I think of Jesus, it's loving people and looking after the marginalized and the ignored and forgotten. And, and so those things I resonate deeply with. And most of the rest of the stuff linked to Christianity and the church, I wrestle with daily and, and try to figure out. But you will find in my conversations that, that I refer to Jesus because I find him so incredibly attractive as somebody who is worth following, as somebody that really just looked out for, for people pushed to the side. 
So where does where does out of the fishbowl come from? And to be honest, when I was starting a podcast, which I'd wanted to do for years, the original title that I was looking at for the what I call Codcast for the play on words um, was simply that the Codcast, and that's what I was going to call it. But unfortunately, when I did a little bit of research online, somebody or some group of people were already calling themselves that. And so I found the name Out of the Fishbowl, which actually was the name of a column I used to write for a national magazine. And there's a few things about it. Obviously, there's the fish link, which links to my nickname, but there's this idea of being different, of being set apart. A fish that jumps out of a bowl, there's a sense of of danger there, of risk. If this does not go well, then it's going to end really badly. Um, It's going to be the end of your life. If there's not a bigger bowl, if there's not a bigger expanse of water that you're jumping into, little fish, that's going to go badly. And so thinking out of the box, the ideas, the themes that I speak about in my podcast are not going to be strange to you. They're going to be relevant things. They're going to be everyday things that we all have some ideas and thinking about. But the hope is that I might give them a little tweak, a little misdirection, a different angle or different perspective that will hopefully have you going, oh, wow, sure, that's different. That's interesting. That's worth taking on. Maybe that idea you don't like so much or whatever. But the hope is that you'll engage with the ideas. The hope is not that you'll accept all of the ideas that I give, but that you'll think about them, that you'll wrestle with them, that you'll face them head on. Some of them you'll take on and others you may walk away from. That's really the heart of what I'm hoping to achieve with the podcast. And one of the things I'm really looking forward to with season two is I'm going to try and connect it to kind of Twitter spaces. And so that each week when a new episode is released, sometime later that week to open a Twitter space and just give people a chance to engage. So the idea is that you'll listen to the episode and then a bunch of us will jump online and take the conversation further. That is really what I want to see with the the podcasting, that it's not me sharing a bunch of ideas and that's where it ends. And even if you don't jump up onto the Twitter space, that you'll take it to your family, that you'll take it to your friends. Hey, Brett said this. What do you think about this? This idea seems absolutely crazy. What are your thoughts? And the hope is that these conversations will spark further engagements and further conversations. That's that's really the hope of us. That will that will get it or that will get us to be thinking differently, to to be challenging the way we think and the way we live and the way we do stuff. And also maybe taking on some new actions, taking on some new perspectives and and seeing life differently. What else? Who who is this guy? So one thing about me is that I own the world's most famous stuffed yellow and white dolphin called Nobob. And the reason I call him Nobob is I was going to call him Bob, but he doesn't Bob. And so his name is Nobob. But at the time that I got Nobob, which is around 2000, I won him on a pier in Brighton in the UK at a kind of fairground place. And I was kind of obsessed or fascinated with Blackadder, which is a British TV series with Rowan Atkinson, who also played Mr. Bean. And there was an episode in that series where there was a girl who had to pretend to be a boy to get work because girls weren't allowed to work. And at one point, somebody says, what's your name? And she says, Kate. And they say, isn't that a bit of a girl's name? And she says, well, it's short for um, Bob. And so I love that episode. I love that moment and that exchange. And so when I decided to name my stuffed dolphin, No Bob came to be. And it's capital N, no underscore, and then small letter B, Bob. And people get the spelling and the name wrong all the time. But no Bob is my companion. Um, I love chocolate. Chocolate is my love language, I think you could say. And I love melted forms of chocolate. But I also hate raisins with a passion. If you look at the word 
resin. I think I mentioned this in episode one. It contains the word sin. It's kind of a reminder. It's like there in the word. Raisins are evil, all kinds of squishy fruit. Pineapple on pizza, there's a bunch of things I don't like, but I've always been somebody that's vocally anti-raisin. And I enjoy hockey, and I'm talking astro or field hockey, not ice hockey. I can't really skate to save my life, but I love running, as I call it, running at men with sticks. Um, and that's the way that I try to keep my 47-year-old body a little bit fit. And so we have games or matches every Saturday, and I really enjoy playing that. But it's also a place, and I think I've spoken about this, where I struggle the most to keep my composure. And so it, it tests my character and integrity as a person to try and stay relaxed and not too competitive on the hockey field. I love board games, and I'm not talking about the board games your mom used to play. Um, things like Risk and Scrabble and Cluedo and Monopoly. I'm talking about things that kind of started with the settlers of Catan, or just Catan as it's now known, that introduced elements of strategy. And maybe I'll talk about that someday. But this idea of of having a game where you can't just arrive at the game with one strategy that always wins. But playing the game, you've got to read other people's strategies. You've got to see what comes up. You've got to evolve your gameplay based on the game. And it's all about beating the game that's in front of you. So I really love that. I'm very competitive. I think that comes out. And I love the challenge of taking on a game. I'm also somebody that loves reading and need to make more time for that. And I, I usually am somebody who just reads one book. I've got friends who have seven books on their side table. and I just can't do that. But at the moment... Because the main book that I'm reading, which is called When Secrets Become Stories, and it's about the abuse of women in South Africa, it's a whole bunch of stories of women telling stories of how men have abused them in different ways. It's hectic, and I can only bring myself to read a story every couple of days. So in the midst of that, or in between that, I've just started reading the Star Wars series. So a series of a trilogy of Star Wars books that was written after Return of the Jedi that a friend of mine had and lent to me. and so. Those are kind of my popcorn entertainment books in between reading When Secrets Become Stories, which was edited by Sue Nyati, and every man in South Africa should read it, maybe every man in the world, just for us to realize exactly what is going on in the lives of women around us. And then maybe the last thing that I'll share about, which is a bit weird and quirky, is I love to dress up, which is, which is really ironic, because I realize as I'm saying that, that I don't love to dress up. I used to hate fancy dress parties. Because my costumes would always be lame and I'd end up feeling embarrassed and hiding away or not going. But but in the in recent years, and this is at least a decade of, of years, I started this thing where I dress up at airports. Or I dress up and go to airports when I meet people. And so I have had some amazingly fantastic costumes. Yeah, if you are flying to meet me, be be warned that that you might be surprised with somebody weirdly dressed and and waving a sign and and you might want to pretend you don't know me but that's something I do and maybe I'll speak about the most famous one of those which was a lot of fun in in one of the shows this next season so that's just a little bit about who I am and a little bit about what I'm hoping for in terms of having this podcast the hope is to create engagement and build engagement and just see people thinking and being challenged about these things and I have to say that I'm so excited about season two of Out of the Fishbowl. It's delayed a little bit long because I was waiting for a pop filter which got lost in the mail and I've been trying to make the time to record these episodes and I've just started, I've written and planned them all out but I need to start recording them and I'm so excited for what I want to bring you in season two. I loved season one. Season one got so much incredible feedback and if I want to say anything to you, the listener, 
for season two. Please keep that up. People gave specific feedback, not just, hey, I love that episode or that was great, but people said in this episode, that line that you spoke, that challenge, that question really spoke to me or you really changed my perspective on this. And that is the kind of feedback I want, even if you disagree with me. If you can make it specific about what you loved and what you didn't love as you listen to season two, where we're going to go a little bit deeper and a little bit more intense, I think. Um, We've got some really amazing topics. Some are going to be fun. Some are going to be challenging. Some are going to be really uncomfortable. Then please just continue doing that. Please tell people about it. If you listen to it and you love it, tell people you know that listen to podcasts. Hey, give this a listen. Tag people in. Give a specific episode link to a friend and just say, hey, give this a listen. Tell me what you think. Or maybe you want to even listen to it with your friends. Get a bunch of friends and say, episode one is dropping tonight. Let's all listen to it and then let's connect over WhatsApp and and say what we thought about it. Listen to it with people and have conversations. That is how it's going to work at its best. And so I'm very excited. If you're not already following us, then on Twitter, follow the at Fishbowl Codcast with a C Codcast, at Fishbowl Codcast. And if you're not already following me at Breadfish A, that is where you're going to hear about new episodes, connection, banter where the spaces, when, where the spaces are going to happen. That's where it's all going to happen. And then finally, just as I end this once more, I want to give a shout out to Marcel, who has helped with bringing these episodes together, making them more clear and concise, helping me out with the artwork. She is going to be someone to look out for the future for fellow podcasters. You want to, you're going to want to get hold of her and get her helping you out with the work that she does. So thank you, Marcel, for all the time and energy you've put into this. I Look forward to seeing you guys, or at least having you hear me in season two of Out of the Fishbowl coming soon. Be ready, be prepared, tell people, tune in, listen, and let's engage on these important ideas. Thanks for listening.